0: I always envy people who've been able to drop what they were doing and go full force with uh, their goals and their dreams, right? For me, a little different story and something that Ed Milet actually reminded me, a great mentor of mine, uh, you know, he said like, you know, for those who still have that typical nine to five and who are kind of going through this, I like to call spiritual suicide, right? Right. Where they're just like kind of miserable. They're, they're, (laughs) you know, they're not, they, they feel like they're just waste, they're rotting. right? Right. In their nine to five job is that that's that Not uh, some people would wish to have that. And the reason why is because they have like this career that maybe they're not happy with, but they're able to use that money to fund their business. And some people don't have that. So I always have to remind myself and for the people listening out there who maybe be in the same uh, situation, right? Maybe you're still in your nine to five and you can't quite just, you know, let it all go yet. You got to remember that, man. There's people who would kill to be in your position because you're making great money still and you're able to use that money and allocate it and fund your business.
1: EJ, you're a husband. You've got a brand new baby on the way. Uh, Actually, by the time this this airs, you're going to have that baby by now. Uh, You're an RN. You're a coach. You are an awesome podcast called the Parable Podcast. You're also part of Arte Syndicate, man. Thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it.
0: No, man. I appreciate you, Eric. It's a, uh, it's an honor and privilege. Um, you know, again, I'm a pod, a fellow podcaster and I know the time and effort it takes to do something like this. And I know the power it's able to do as well as far as uh, spreading the message and doing some good things. So again, a uh, very honored and privileged, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely.
1: Well, I like to go back with my shows, man. Where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you?
0: Childhood? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, so I grew up here in Southern California okay. um, all my life. And I like to tell people all the time. I, you know, I don't have like this crazy upbringing story where I was like homeless or, you know, abused or anything like that. I was very fortunate to have, you know, uh, hardworking parents that immigrated from a third world country to Philippines, mm-hmm. and um, you know, they gave me everything that I needed. Right? They wanted to give me everything that they didn't have. And uh, while I was, you know, I guess you could say had it um, a lot better than other kids. Right? Um, the the beauty of it is my parents still. Uh, Discipline me and put in me that mental fortitude of like, hey, even though you have it better than other kids, you still got to work hard because we're not going to uh, spoon feed you for the rest of your life. This is what real life is. This is what reality is. Um, you got to go out and get it. We can't do it for you. Yeah. And so I kind of had this yin and yang or like two different polar opposite parents, right? I had like the loving, comforting mother who was just always there for me. And then I had like this very hard, very disciplined dad. Okay. Um, and you know, it was out of love, of course, right. You know, some people just show, show their love differently in different sure. forms. And so, um, you know, between them two, um, I would say I, I you know, I owed them everything yeah. and, um, you know, gr- growing up, uh, you know, I was very involved with school. Um, I love to hustle, man. I'm talking like Pokemon cards, Pogs, Bubblicious, Bubblegum. I used yeah. to flip drawings at like book fairs. Um, you know, even, uh, uh out of high school. I did a lot of, uh, eBay, uh, did a lot of sneakers on Craigslist, the whole Gary V thing. Come on. And, um, I always, I don't know. I always found, uh, found it fascinating of how I could turn something into profit. I don't know what it was, man, but I just found it very, very fascinating. And I guess that's what really got me into like the wholesale sales part. Um, I eventually got into wholesaling okay. in um, the auto industry, yeah. uh, obviously got into the car scene, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, eventually down, uh, you know, when my mom uh, basically, I guess they got really sick and tired of driving me to school. Cause I was so involved with school, right? Back then, uh, I don't know how it is now, but you, you were able to get like a permit. So age 15, my mom was like, hey, go get that thing. Um, you know, and then they were like, hey, we're gonna uh, get you a car, right? Uh, you need your own car obviously just a used, you know, beat up car, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. but there's like, Hey, if we get you this car, you got to take up nursing. And you know, I come from a family of nurses. My mom, my two older sisters are all nurses. Gotcha. And you know, back then I was just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I just want the car. Like, sure. Whatever, whatever that means. Right. Yeah. And so, um, long story short, I like to tell people I got bribed into nursing, Okay. but you know, again, I, I'm very thankful because it's given me the life I have now. It's molded me to who I am. Obviously, uh, 10 years in the game. Uh, I've seen a lot of changes in regards to the Affordable Care Act. Um, Obviously, uh, right now with the pandemic and COVID, and um, yeah, and uh, you know, clearly I was bribed into it. And even though I fell into a passion of helping people, clearly it wasn't just like you know um, my end game, right? I had other uh, aspirations and goals. And I quickly realized that the entrepreneur spirit and blood just couldn't be contained, man. Yeah. And so yeah. literally after like five to six years, um, I found myself literally about to get my master's degree as a family nurse practitioner, okay. uh, more than halfway done with the program. And after the first day of clinicals, I finally just told myself like, EJ, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah. you know, this isn't what you're trying to do for the rest of your life. And I kind of felt like God for me was calling me to serve in a broader spectrum rather than just my community to yeah. serve uh, people throughout the world, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, man, that's where it led me to self-development entrepreneur um realm. I started reading books, podcasts. I started networking like crazy. I love if there's a passion of mine, Eric. It's really meeting new people like you. Yeah. Meeting new people, having conversations, and uh, that's where kind of the podcast was born. Wow. That's where I kind of like I put aside all my hustle mentality and like kind of like the money mentality. Yeah. And was like, hey, what can I do? that I think I, I enjoy. Like, what is it, right? So I literally wrote it down on a piece of paper and it was that again, right? People, networking, having conversations. Mm. And um, the podcasting platform, I just, it seems so fascinating to me. I had, I had no idea like what to do, like even yeah. to this day, yeah. I still feel like, I don't know how you feel, Eric, but I still feel like all I know about podcasting is like play or record and stop. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, you know, uh, I started the podcast and it, it, it blew up you know, and uh, it's, it's, it's been amazing, man. I've been able to meet some of the most remarkable people that I feel I couldn't have met if yeah. it wasn't for podcasting and yeah. uh, you know, it's opened up a lot of doors doing lots of different things in the entrepreneur space as well. Uh, got into finance. Uh, I'm in a, um, I co-own a vending machine business that's yeah. a high tech vending machine business. That I think it's going to change lots of different things. Sweet. Um, I developed, I helped develop an entrepreneur community called the level up society uh, with the uh, with my good friend Billy Anderson and uh, just doing lots of different things man I, um, you know, I know I'm going crazy over here but I'm just like a, I just can't sit still bro like yeah. I, I my mind is always racing and when I feel like I could contribute to something because it's one thing to like hey make money if that makes sense I think we all look at opportunities like hey will it make money does it make sense okay cool But for me, it has to be that. But also, hey, can I contribute to this? Mm. Right? What can I do with this? And how is it going to serve the world? Right? Does it solve a problem? Does it do a good service for people? And how can I contribute to that? And I feel like because of that, that's where more, uh, you know, the statement, seek fulfillment, successful follow really comes into play yeah so um yeah man that's kind of like my story um i know that that was like the short version but (laughs) dude, that was awesome yeah man
1: it's exactly what this show's about man talk about world changers man and that's exactly what you're doing man that is so rad thank you so much for sharing that story man i appreciate it dude yeah so are you still involved in nursing or are you full-time entrepreneur now
0: yeah so the crazy thing is you know again a lot of changes happened in my life with the kid come in and everything But um, so I'm a, a registered nurse manager now, okay. and again, that's been ten years. Yeah. I've been in the game, and uh, I'm actually scaling back my hours like crazy. And I'm nice. I'm pretty sure within the next couple of years, I'm gonna leave it all behind me. It's, yeah. it's been a goal of mine for quite some time. Yep. But clearly, with the kid coming, I just want to do it strategically. Yep. I know there's a I know there's a lot of people out there just like, hey, just drop it and focus <laughs> on, and, you know, go for <laughs> your goals. Um, to me, I I like to do things, um, very strategically. It has to make sense. Uh, obviously with the kid coming and, you know, healthcare and things like that. Right. Right. I just got to make sure, you know, you got to reverse. And anytime you do something like that, you have to reverse engineer it. Right. Yeah. You know, you know how it is, man. There's a lot of people that, uh, have, uh, the, I think I always envy people who've been able to drop what they were doing and go full force with, uh, their goals and their dreams. Right. For me, little different story and something that Ed Milet actually reminded me a great mentor of mine yeah. uh you know he said like you know for those who still have that typical nine to five and who are kind of going through this I like to call spiritual suicide right, right. where they're just like kind of miserable they're, they're <laughs> you know they're not they, they feel like they're just waste they're rotting right, right. in their nine to five job yeah. is that that's that Not uh, some people would wish to have that and the reason why is because they have like this career that maybe they're not happy with but they're able to use that money to fund their business. And exactly. some people don't have that. So yeah. I always have to remind myself and for the people listening out there who may be in the same uh, situation, right? Maybe you're still in your nine to five and you can't quite just, you know, let it all go yet. Yeah. You yep. got to remember that, man, there's people who would kill to be in your position because you're making great money still. Yep. And you're able to use that money and allocate it and fund your business, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever your side hustle is. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. I still work a full-time job. I, I'm blessed to work for a startup company that gives me flexibility to do the, my podcast in the middle of the day, you know? Yeah. And and uh, it's it funds my show, man, just like you said, man. Yeah. You, you mentioned like you kind of have always been this hustler and always been kind of into that. Like, was there someone that inspired you into that entrepreneur side of things or what What kind of drove you that way?
0: Yeah, dude, you know what? I think I've just always had it in me. Yeah. Um. You know, again, I like I said, I used to love to flip things. I've always yeah. found it fascinating to learn, right? Mm. I, I like to learn a lot, and um, I came to a point where my life, Eric, where um, you know, I like to believe that everything I say I'm going to do, I really do it, because yeah. I understand how it works in your mind and how it messes with your psyche, right? Yeah. And uh, what I really found was, especially during my career in healthcare, was I, you know, again, I wasn't very enthusiastic. I wasn't, um, uh, you know, happy to go to work. I, I felt like I was just kind of rotting there. Uh, not to say, I, I like to make this very clear. I was a fan, I still am. I'm a fantastic registered nurse, right? It's just, again, um, you know what it is. Like if you're doing something like podcasting, this this fulfills me, yes. right? Yes. And so, um, you know, I think what happened, Eric, was eventually I come to realizations like, hey, what are you doing, right? Why do you keep pursuing the medical field when you know that's not your end game? The second thing is I started to find myself, because again, like once you, once you reach that like dead end of that spiritual suicide, we're just like, okay, I'm not happy here. What what's, what else is out there, right? Yeah. You're Kind of like trying to figure out what, what you like, you know, what's your purpose, what's your passion. Yeah. And then because I kept trying new things, I found myself literally doing that the opposite where I would say I'm gonna do something and I wouldn't end up doing it because I, I think my mind was just racing everywhere, trying to find um, a new interest, a new goal, a new uh, passion or, you know, something to occupy my mind, right? Yep. And so what really happened, Eric, I think is really, I just got sick of my own crap. I was like, dude, EJ, you're telling people you're going to start this. You're going to build this business. You're going to do that. And I quickly found like I kept like running away from it. And so I don't know if that was like the fear of failure or just like, or maybe I was still trying to figure things out. But I came to that realization like, hey, you know what? You have so much ahead of you. Um, I feel like God has purpose for me and I have a clear, direct path of what I want. Yep. You just got to find that clarity and kind of really define what that is, right? So what I really did, again, I started joining groups like Arte Syndicate. I started yeah. to get into new ecosystems, being like uh, joining a group, and I did not I seriously not know anyone, yeah. right? And i uh, starting to put myself out there, too. I think one of the things that a lot of people fall in, uh, into this pitfall is like they expect things to come to them. Or, mm. dude, closed mouths don't get fed, man. You got to yeah. put yourself out there. You got to market yourself on what you're trying to do. People got to know who Eric Allen is or EJ Cruz is, not yeah. the other way around where they're, they're, you know, wondering, hey, who's that guy? It's right. like, no, let them be curious about you, yeah. right? Give them a reason to be curious about you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so, yeah, I think to answer your question, I think I just got sick of my shit. I, I think I've always had that spirit in me, the entrepreneur spirit. Yep. But um, I've always known nursing wasn't my end game. And eventually I started to fall into different channels that, uh, I think I'm aligning with very well, such as podcasting, such as, you know, uh, my, my two businesses and, um, yeah, man, it's been, it's been a, a huge blessing I'd say. Yeah.
1: Well, and talking about your podcast man the parables podcast it's a great show Been listen to it man you have amazing guests on there you have awesome content man so really congratulations on the success of that but it's just Thank curious you. like you know for those who, who don't know about your show what's your show about and you know what led you to kind of decide that podcasting was something that you actually wanted to go and do
0: yeah so you know again when i wrote down those three things that i told myself okay ej what do you enjoy right? And and instead of focusing on the monetary thing, yo, how can I make money and monetize? Why don't you focus on the things you enjoy, and then maybe see if there's potential to monetize, right? So I figured that it was podcasting, because of those three things, right? Meeting new people, uh, having conversations, right? And networking, okay? And podcasting platform, you know, um, I I discovered. And, um, you know, initially, what I wanted to do, Eric, was just sit down with people and just talk about them and what's led them to they are today right right and i started one i I initially started with just people i know okay and then eventually i was like hey you know what let me change it up why don't we start reaching out to people i don't know right let's bring some um other remarkable people on my uh show right yeah and then what i what i it's kind of crazy how the even the name as you see behind me kind of came about it's like i I quickly realized like hey what's happening when i'm having these conversations oh crap a story is slowly unfolding Mm. right and that's what uh, you know the parables means okay So I eventually started getting um, uh, guests uh, all walks of life. Like, of course, like I've had uh, very, very successful people. Then, dude, I like to give a voice to people who I feel who are underrecognized or overlooked or maybe not so much in the public eye. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, I, you know, I, I started to meet people um, that I feel need a voice. And what happened, Eric, like, again, if you have good intentions, man, and you're a good person, people will automatically align with you and yep. they'll want to introduce you to other people. Who would be great on your podcast, right? That's what happened yep. to me. Yep. I went from like reaching out to people nonstop to eventually they, I, I was getting people introduced to me. Wow. And it's such a great feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's how my podcast really came about. Again, it blew up like crazy. I'm very, very fortunate. I hit top 100 Apple Podcasts Come a few on. times, hit 60 countries. Uh, I always like to tell people, bro, I don't know anyone outside of the US or Canada. And I hit 60 countries, man. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's wild. Yeah. It's, it's wild, man.
1: Yeah. Well, and you're also part of RSA Syndicate with Ed Milet, and Frisella. I love Ed, man. Huge fan of his. I won his max out challenge last year and was- sweet. Yeah, I was blessed to be able to have a coaching call with him, which we turned into an episode on my show, man. And, and uh, it's just been an amazing journey. But how has your experience with RSA Syndicate helped your entrepreneurial ventures, man?
0: Dude, so I, I will say this. I owe my podcast success to RSA Syndicate. And the reason why is- See, here's the thing when it comes to networking, which is uh, obviously a passion of mine. yeah, A lot of people, you know, they it, it takes courage to put yourself out there and join an ecosystem that's foreign territory to you. It totally. really is, right? Yep. So what happened with me, like first when Arte was first born, Dude, tell me, and of course, anytime uh, something like that, it has to be tied to money, right? Because if it's if it's free, you're not gonna you're not gonna take it serious, right? So of course, yep. RSA Syndicate out there, just to anyone who knows, when you join an ecosystem, you're more than likely gonna have to invest some money, yeah, right? Because then you have like really serious ties to commitment, right? Yep. And so literally, I'm not joking, Eric. Like the the at midnight was like the cutoff date, right? To finally to join. I literally was like there five minutes before midnight, 11.55 PM with my credit card info already in there. And I just kept thinking to myself, do I hit submit? Like, man, <laughs> am I going to commit to this? Like, I, you know, like that hesitation and that inner, um, uh, you know, uh, bitch voice that Andy for talks about, right? right and yeah. I just, I just, you know what? I don't know why I was so hesitant, but I finally was like, dude, you know what? Like, you know, it's time to put yourself out there start to meet new people. I already, I'm already, you know, I love to meet new people in person. Why, why is this any different? So I yeah. finally joined. And I met some of the most remarkable people in that group, man. I got brothers and sisters that I could call for life, hmm. like people who, um, you know, I I consider in my inner circle people who I would, you know, if something were to happen to me, I know they would take care of my family. Nice. And um, this is basically what happened with the podcast, dude. I told them this is what I was trying to do. Yeah. Literally, we were in a meeting in Southern California, the SoCal group, and they were like, EJ, when are you launching that thing? I was like, Crap. All right, October. And, it, and and dude, everyone put it on their calendar to hold me accountable. I came wow. out a month early because I just got so sick of my crap, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, I've been able to meet some incredible people there. Um, even till this day, man, I've seen people build their business from the ground up. And it has been absolutely amazing and remarkable wow. to see, man. Wow. Um, and I, again, artisan is just one example and one ecosystem I'm a part of that I encourage sure. everyone to get out of your comfort zone and start meeting not only like-minded people, but people who will hold you accountable and will raise your standards because they want you to win, man. You know what I'm saying? These are the type of people you want to surround yourself with.
1: Man. So good, dude. So good. Absolutely, man. And one of the things that I always have to ask is what's your favorite part about being an entrepreneur?
0: You know what? I think it's just having the choice. Yeah. Right. The, the making decisions and making the choice because it all starts with you. Yeah. Right. Again, uh, it's just kind of like what's happening with this election. No president is going to change my life. Right? right. I'm in ultimate control of my life. Yep. In my opinion, there's only one true king. Right. And so, yep. um, again, I think it's that, man, I think it's that you have full accountability of your success and it's all on you. And I think if anything, entrepreneurship is probably like the one thing where you really discover the type of person you are right? Not only in regards to all the adversity, all the hardships you go through, but even in regards to like money, right? I like to tell people, you know, again, because I'm in finances, right? I like to tell people all the time, you know what money does to you? And it's kind of funny in relation to what's going on in my life. I almost see like finances or money is like a gender reveal. And let me tell you why, (laughs) right? When you lose money, you find out who, the you know, who you are. Yeah. Right. You're the real person who you are. When you make money, it's the same exact thing. Right, the true person comes out, the real identity comes out. You get what I'm saying, yep. and so that's what I think I love about entrepreneurship. And then, of course, like just the people. Yeah. Right. There's a entrepreneurship is a big community, man. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of sharks too. Not gonna lie, but there's a lot of uh, more good people for sure. Yeah, in my opinion, a lot more good people.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, looking into, if, you know, a crystal ball so to speak, what what does 2021 look like for you, man?
0: Oh man, that is that is uh, a great question. So here's the thing, Eric. I used to think, and you hear this all, this all the time in self-development, right? I used to think I needed to know exactly what was going to happen or what I want. Yeah. Right? Now I have an idea of where I see myself going. No question. Sure. Right. There's lots of things are coming my way, opportunities that I've been able to be a part of. Right. And I used to really like be that guy that has to write all the things down that I want to accomplish. What are the necessary steps to get there? But what I will say is this, I think life is so crazy, so spontaneous, and especially all this uncertain times, right? Right. That the trajectory of my path could change literally from one conversation, one email, maybe one podcast show, right? Maybe one um, new relationship formed. Yep. Right. And so I, I say that, again, I have a vision of where I'm going to be, but I also just bring this up because I feel like a lot of people are just so stuck on, like, they don't know where they're gonna be. And, like, they, they feel like they have to know. And yeah. it's okay not to know, man, you know? Yep. But to really answer your question, sorry, I want a little side note there. But no, to really that's answer awesome. your question, Eric, is I see myself definitely accelerating at a faster pace. I think, uh, you know, the past couple of years when I started to get into self-development, it's been like maybe four, five years that I really started to tap into this uh, uh, industry. Um, I think within the past two, three years is really where I started to really find what, where I'm headed, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, to give you an example, I got into finance out of nowhere. I, didn't, I did not think I was going to get into the financial industry, right? Yeah. Um, in fact, that was one of the things I actually did not like, (laughs) honestly, right? I have to be the guy. I used to be that guy that has to be passionate and really excited about the product or service. And what I realized is that's a waste of time. If you keep seeking that, you need to harness your skills and your talent, right? Put that into something. And that something may not be your passion or purpose, but I promise you, you drive your skills and talents into that. You will soon find new opportunities where you could really hone in on that thing 110%. Right. Yeah. But I, what I will say is this, I, I, I do think there is a possibility I'm going to leave nursing in its entirety. Mm-hmm. I do think also that uh, both of my businesses are going to scale like probably five, uh, five times, right? Nice. Uh, the vending machine business and the finance business. Yep. Um, I, I, I see myself definitely paying it forward. I think a big part of my mission and my purpose is always paying it forward um, whether that's yeah. helping people, giving them an opportunity in themselves or, um, you know, them joining, uh, my, um, our little community with level Up society. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I kind of see like where my path's headed and, you know, the things I said, but I also kind of feel like, I think there's still a lot of unknown territory to discover too. And that's yeah. the awesome thing about entrepreneurship, bro. Right. Yeah, totally. yeah, man.
1: My favorite stuff for sure, man, is the unknown man. And, and that's what excites yeah. me, man. And, and uh, absolutely entrepreneurship is that's the fun part of it man uh speaking Mm -hmm. of fun i wanted to shift to a couple fun questions you had mentioned that you love apparel you love you know kind of the fashion side of things how many pairs of shoes do you own
0: (laughs) i love it man you know what i used to be so into sneakers like crazy right because i used to flip them okay i used to be into that game and it's a pretty crazy industry man there's a lot of money right very competitive very saturated Totally. I used to own a lot of pairs of shoes, brother. I'm talking like I maybe a little close to 100 pairs, man. Wow. But I, I, um, you know what? Uh, Like I said, my, 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 my drive and my efforts and kind of my goals shifted a little bit. So I literally got rid of like maybe three fourths of them. Okay. Right. Yeah. Sold them, and then every now and then I may, you know, uh, buy something just a little bit for myself to celebrate a small win. Yeah. Uh, Totally. So it used to be 100. I would say right now maybe 20 pairs okay pairs. Nice. yeah i mean the old ej cruise bro. i'll tell you right now I'd probably i have like 200 pairs <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome dude so good dude my, yeah. my shoes are like i'm the same way i love shoes man and i probably have like 10 pairs but the one thing that i wear every single day because i work from home is mm-hmm. i go through like three pairs of slippers a year man i need to find a very sturdy slipper company out there that's willing to work with me sponsor me or something like that man because i can't i just go through them like nothing man <laughs>
0: yeah dude some of my favorite yeah like slippers are like slides right like i have these like adidas that are like so comfy they feel like i'm walking on clouds yeah i think they're called um adidas or something like that okay um what you want to know something crazy though right you know what the trendy Mm. thing now is like crocs and it's crazy because dude out of the 10 years i've been a nurse i've never worn crocs never and all of a sudden people are wearing it outside of the hospital it's like what the hell Right. you know yeah. post malone the, the post malone the musician or uh you know rapper or whatever right yeah. this guy has a collaboration with crocs i'm like god damn right yeah oh that's awesome
1: yeah uh, i'm a huge music guy i know you are too what's a favorite type of music or favorite band that you have
0: oh man you know what um i'm a big fan of uh hip-hop and r&b for sure i like music that puts me in the mood to go crush things man yeah uh, yeah that's just how I am. I mean, every now and then I'll tap into different, um, you know, uh, genres, uh, you know, uh, again, hip hop, R&B, rap, uh, reggae, sometimes rock and roll. Um, yeah. But right now, um, man, I, I got my Spotify list right here, to be honest. I have like this gym playlist and, okay. and it goes from like, kind of like the 2000 hits to like yeah. some of the new stuff. Yeah. But man, I, I again, anything that puts me in the mood, i mean i got i mean who i got here i got some i got uh some some snoop Dogg. i ain't gonna lie i got sometimes i got some bieber on here okay i got some future um uh some dom kennedy who else i got here just you know any again any music that really puts me in the mood man truthfully Yeah. yeah
1: very cool man well hey uh ej such an honor to have you on my show man you are an absolute world changer i'm excited for your
0: businesses and brand new baby
1: man and and just what you're doing is is just killer man keep kicking butt dude thank you so much for coming on my show truly honored man
0: yeah dude no problem and eric like i said man i know what it's like to be a a fellow podcaster what you're doing is absolutely incredible i think people don't give you enough credit again i know the work that goes behind it and again uh what uh what this podcast platform is able to do for people and reach people is absolutely amazing. Continue to keep doing what you're doing, brother. And again, we we, uh, we thank you. Really, awesome. really Thank do you it. so much for watching the show today.
1: I so appreciate it. Please leave a comment down below, leave us a review, share this video. We wanna get it in front of as many people as we can. I'm gonna to continue to bring on the best guests possible from world changers, entrepreneurs, success-minded people. We are creating visionaries here on this channel. Thank you so much for checking it out. Have an awesome day.